This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. Good morning and welcome to episode 109 of Go To Grandma, originally airing on Zoomer Radio on Saturday, September the 9th. I'm your go-to grandma, Kathy Buckworth, and as usual, today's show offers up fun and facts as we continue to talk about all things that today's grandparents need to know about. Memory loss and memory care are terms that we quite commonly hear about when discussing mental health issues that come with age. But what isn't common is hearing about care specifically targeted towards women. Memory Lane Home Living is a not-for-profit dementia initiative for women in the York region. I'm going to talk with their director, Mona Lancaster, about what makes their organization so different, and we'll hear some heartwarming stories of the difference they've made in patients' lives. Stories are what compel us to go to the movies. But if you've ever been in a movie theater with young children or a newborn baby making a fuss, you know that it can be a frustrating experience and none more so than for the mom or grandparent who is trying to keep the child quiet. Enter Movies for Mommies, which offers a baby and child-friendly experience for moms and grandmas. I took my kids to these movies when they were young, and my daughter and I took my three-month-old grandson as well. What makes this movie experience different? And what movies do they show? Just kid ones? I talk with owner and founder Robin Green. You don't have to leave home to take advantage of the new RBC Virtual Advice Series. We'll hear all about their upcoming sessions and how you can register for them. I'm so glad you're here, and I know you will come away from this program more informed and entertained than when you started. Grab your coffee, steep your tea. I'm talking with Memory Lane Home Living first. Memory Lane Home Living is a not-for-profit dementia initiative for women in the York region. Memory Lane offers a unique home-like environment to women who experience memory loss. They promote purpose and social connection within a small community setting. They offer abilities-focused dementia care, utilizing the philosophies of dementia Montessori and the butterfly model of care in daily living activities. They offer various dementia care programs that are unique to the individual, as one size does not fit all in dementia care. Mona Lancaster is their director. Good morning, Mona. Thanks so much for being on GoToGrandma this morning. Well, thank you for having me, Kathy. So can you please start by telling me about Memory Lane Home Living and its mission? Well, as you mentioned, Memory Lane Home Living is a nonprofit dementia initiative, and our mission is for families and persons living with a dementia diagnosis to live well in community with others. So this inspiration came out of a personal journey with my mother, who was given a dementia diagnosis in 2013. Now, my mother has seven siblings, and five of them all have a dementia diagnosis, and she is one of them. So I began to explore resources back in 2014 because I was really quite frustrated with what I was seeing. On the one hand, I was shocked at how warehoused dementia was in long-term care, homes, and retirement communities. But on the other hand, there were limited opportunities for what was available in the community for care partners and their loved ones with a dementia diagnosis to engage in. We were looking for community and we never quite found it. And we all know that dementia can be very a, a very isolating journey. So after my mother passed in 2016 from complications uh, with dementia, I thought I would look to see if I could create something that would make a difference. What makes you a unique program for individuals living with dementia? Well, uh, Memory Lane recognizes 
that with dementia, one size does not fit all. Our day programs are exclusive to women since 70% of all diagnoses happen with women. We also run our programs out of a house, so it is as if these women are coming to a friend's home to visit. We also limit the size of our program to no more than five or six women. In our experience, most day programs will work with economies of scale and often uh, encompass 20 to 30 persons. Uh, We see that as too much. We also are small enough to take our women out and about if we want. We often go and walk in our local parks. On occasion, we'll go out for lunch and even shopping. Our programs look at the needs of women based on their age and stage in dementia, and we run our programs accordingly. So we would have a pro- one of our programs specifically for women with a young-onset dementia. It, we may be the only program in Toronto that catered to this specific population. They say that young-onset dementia represents only 5% of our dementia population. But in young onset, they have different interests in music and conversation. They may have husbands that are still working and children that are in their 30s and 40s. We are currently in the process of setting up a Working Wednesdays program for women with mild cognitive impairment or with an early diagnosis who want to volunteer with purpose in the community. Now, these are for women who don't just want a day program. They may be involved in helping us prepare crafts and baking for our local fall bazaars. They can also help us write Christmas cards for our local military services. And they can go out into the local community and help us with nonprofit initiatives, maybe the local food bank or the Salvation Army. And finally, we have a program for um, senior women who enjoy puttering around the house with us and enjoy a great conversation, gentle exercises, and music of their generation. And finally, in everything that we do, we utilize philosophies from the Montessori method and the butterfly model of care. And the Montessori method would say, well, let's meet these women where they're at in their diagnosis, while the butterfly model of care would suggest that we create relationships of trust. This model believes that individuals with a dementia diagnosis are feeling individuals, not thinking individuals and that we need to connect through these feelings. Often a client may not remember what you've said to them, but they will always remember how you made them feel. So take me through, Mona, what are the primary services and programs that you offer to your residents? Well, I've just described our three community connection programs, our Young Onset, our Working Wednesdays, and our Older Women program. We also offer overnight respite for our women that attend our community connection programs. It's a great stepping stone for them to experience an overnight away from home and take a break from their care partners. Uh, Recently, in April, we went out into the community and offered a Music from the Heart program run by a music therapist. It is the only one of its kind in York Region. The care partners are invited to attend with their loved ones and it is relevant for both of them. It is an amazing program. But out of this music therapy program, we've just created a choir of care partners and their loved ones with dementia diagnosis. And this choir recently performed at a local long-term care home. It was exciting, and really it was a chance for um, our people to give back to the community. And finally, we offer educational conferences in York Region. For example... This coming World Alzheimer's Day uh, on September 21st, we're collaborating with the Alzheimer's Society of York Region to bring Dan Cohen in as a keynote speaker. 
Now, he's founder of the Right for Music Advocacy Group, and he is the subject of the documentary film Alive Inside, which was noted best documentary at the popular Sundance Film Festival. At this same event, we're offering a dementia wellness fair. So there's something for everyone here. So as a wrap-up, can you share possibly a heartwarming moment that encapsulates the positive impact Memory Lane Home Living has had on your families and clients? Hmm. I am not sure if there's just one moment. Let me see. Last year, we did a puppet show at the local library with our women, and the women were so empowered by their involvement. This year, we've had the families and their loved ones involved in this newly created choir, and that has also been very heartwarming to be part of. I feel if I had to put it in a sentence, we offer a sense of community for families and their loved ones to come together through our group activities, our potluck dinners. Everyone gets to know each other, and that is important. It's a wonderful feeling of togetherness on what can be a difficult journey. I'd like to say we're like family to each other. I love this approach. And if we want to find more about Memory Lane Home Living, of course, we can go to your website at memorylanehomeliving.ca. And of course, you are a not-for-profit, so there's an opportunity on the website to donate, which I'm sure you would encourage, Mm -hmm. as well as to really read about the philosophy. I love the whole sort of, you know, you compare this sort of to the the golden girls with supports. And Mm -hmm. I love that sort of aspect and that angle to it. Is there anything else you'd like to add, Mona? No, I think that's it for today. Okay, thank you so much for this today, Mona. And for our listeners, again, if you want to go to memorylanehomeliving.ca to make a donation or to find out what they're all about, please do so. Thanks so much. Thank you, Kathy, for having me. Robin Green is the owner and founder of Movies for Mommies Canada, screening grown-up movies in a baby-friendly environment. Movies for Mommies events run at 14 locations across Canada, including Toronto, Calgary, Winnipeg, Saskatoon, Regina, Vancouver, and next month opening in Halifax. Good morning, Robin. Thanks so much for being in studio at GoToGrandma this morning. Oh, thanks for having me, Kathy. Really excited to be here. It's so fun that we're connecting in person because I think I've mentioned to you that my now six-foot-tall, 21-year-old son came with me as a baby to one of your movies, which makes sense because you've been around for 22 years. 22 years, time flies, and suddenly they're grad. They come when they're a few weeks old, and they come with mom or mom and grandma, and then suddenly they're graduating university. Isn't it crazy? <laughs> and I did come with my grandson who was three months old at the time to one of your movies. And I think we need to explain the concept. What is Movies for Mommies? So Movies for Mommies was created as a safe space, a comfortable space for new moms. It can be dads too, but mostly moms to get out and connect and be able to meet other new moms and enjoy grown-up entertainment. There are so many amazing programs out there focused on baby, music, yoga, this and that. But this is really for moms to enjoy a movie in a regular movie theater that we call Baby Friendly. Sound levels are turned down. It's very comfortable to nurse or to feed. The lights are left dim. Change table and theater. And what makes the event extra special is it's run by other moms. So there is a welcoming feeling. There's always a Movies for Mommies welcoming person there. All kinds of free stuff and samples and good things. We do free baby photos. And when we do have the three generations of the grandmas coming with mom and baby, get some beautiful photos and portraits. And there's always a great afternoon for moms to feel like they've really enjoyed 
some me time, but not have to worry about a sitter. So I go to a regular movie theater, a Cineplex theater, and I purchase a ticket for a Movies for Mommy show. And those are indicated, are they, when you go to the website listing? Yes. So we partner with all different kinds of Cineplex, well, Cineplex and some independent theaters too. Cineplex does have their own program called Stars and Strollers, which we actually augment a little bit uh, by being there with our special events. So we are in partnership with Cineplex. We also have a few other locations as well that are in independent cinemas. We do run across Canada. Uh, We're about to open our 15th location next month in Halifax, so we're really excited. And all of those are marked on our website at moviesformommies.com. And also, if you are looking on the theater websites for Cineplex, it would be under their Stars and Strollers special matinee program. So when we talk about what makes it baby safe, you've got the sound turned down low. Um, you have change tables. I've been there. You are, you know, at begin- before the movie, we're seeing samples of things, etc. What I love also is these are not kid movies. And you sort of skipped over that a little bit. I want to focus on that. These are grown-up movies. Yes. And we're very careful to say they're grown-up movies, not adult, adult movies. movies. That's a whole other experience. <laughs> because that would make us less popular in a lot of ways. <laughs> but certainly the grown-up aspect is that feeling that, you know, moms can feel really isolated, especially you're working suddenly, you're at home with a little baby. And this is an opportunity that when you go to that dinner party or you go and hang out with friends, you've now seen the latest Mission Impossible or Barbie and you can enter the conversation. You've done this and you didn't have to worry because you had your baby with you and it was okay if they cried a little bit. And it was just a great afternoon for you to feel like a grown-up again. I went to one, the one I went to with my grandson. It was so funny. A woman next to me said, there's a lot of babies at this show. And I'm like, she didn't know that it was a movies for mommy. <laughs> but she said, I like it because the sound is turned down low. So today's listeners, my grandparent listeners, aren't moms with new babies. So why is this program sort of relevant for grandparents? So I think it's twofold. First of all, as you were saying about the woman sitting next to you, we actually have a lot of seniors who, for just that reason, love to come to movies for mommies because the sound levels are turned down. And the bonus is they love seeing the babies because it's just so cute and happy and the babies mostly sleep through the movie. You might hear a little squeak here or there but you would hear that with some teenager in an audience also. And also it's a great activity for if a grandma is a little less or grandpa is a little less mobile, you know, you can do this with your your daughter or your son and your and your baby and your grandson, grandchild and it's a great way for them to just enjoy that time and not worry about running here and there. They can sit and relax and just have a wonderful afternoon. And it's nice, too, if you're going with, as I went with my daughter, if one of us needs to use the restroom or leave and get popcorn or whatever, you've got someone there that's still there with the baby. Exactly. And it's a really lovely intergenerational kind of thing when we're doing the events or we're doing the photos or we're having a little guest speaker. It's something everyone really can enjoy. Absolutely. So, you know, movies, we watch a lot of movies from home. We stream everything now. So why are we going out and attending Movies for Mommies? What are some of the key benefits to doing this? You know, I think if the pandemic taught us one thing and everyone was sort of naysaying it's the death of the of the movie, People love a community experience of seeing a great movie on a big screen. There is nothing in the world like it. And I think that, you know, as much as we have all been streaming, 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 going out, first of all, especially for moms, it's almost like the movie is secondary. This is a great way for moms to be able to network. It's great for their mental health. You don't have to go with a friend. You meet people there, and it's really conducive to that kind of socialization. Um, You know, it's like you're going with your babies. You're not going to a movie alone. And it's really a great way to be out there and experience movies the way they're supposed to be experienced. Streaming is, you know, if you just want this on in the background, but this is just a really fun afternoon out. And at the beginning when you launched this, um, you might have gotten some pushback from people saying, moms are going to drive an hour to see a movie, but guess what? 
They do. They do. Exactly. And precisely why you're saying not only the movie experience, but also just the bonding, the community experience of being around new moms, which is invaluable, particularly with newborns. Exactly. Exactly. I love this. And so if I'm looking for a movie, is it the same price when I go to the movies? It is the same price. And if you're a senior citizen, it's the senior citizen price, the, the lower price. There is no additional charge. And it's just, it's a fun afternoon. Oh, I love it. I love it. So where can we find you online if we want to get information? Uh, you can find us at moviesformommies, M-O-M-M-I-E-S dot com. And all our locations and all our updates are all there with what's playing and and all the good stuff that's happening before the shows. And it's obviously not just for mommies; it's for grandmas, granddads, daddies, aunts, uncles, anybody who wants to bring anybody along a little who wants baby. To come, we love all, serve all, and we're all happy with that. Thanks so much for this, Robin. Thanks Appreciate for having it. me, Kathy. Take care. Kathy Burroughs works as Senior Manager Marketing for RBC Bank U.S. to support a cross-border team of specialists in acquiring, engaging, and retaining clients. But really, as she likes to say, her job is to make banking better for clients. And today, that includes sharing RBC's latest and upcoming virtual advice event series. Featuring the RBC Bank team and partners, including RBC Economics, these virtual events are perfect for go-to grandma listeners. Good morning, Kathy Burroughs. Thanks so much for being part of our Take 5 with RBC interview. Kathy, and it's really good to be here because uh, we're pretty excited about an upcoming series of events we uh, would like to tell your audience about. Great. Well, we are all here, so please tell us all about it. Terrific. So by way of background, there was a time when we used to host live events in person in Florida and Arizona, and it was a great way to connect with our clients who had traveled south and southwest. We would share expert presentations and always provide a lengthy question and answer period. But, of course, in March 2020, when we had to cancel all the live events, we started presenting virtual events, which have been really well-received by clients and partners, as well as colleagues, friends, and family. And now attendees can attend anywhere and participate. We try to do these each spring and fall, and now we have an upcoming series, which will include four individual events starting October the 11th and running every few days through October 31st. We'll start with an economic outlook for Canada and the U.S. with some senior economists from RBC Economics team. And then later events will feature expert panels on topics ranging from U.S. real estate markets in Florida, Arizona, and California. Then tax and legal and estate considerations for U.S. property owners. And some cross-border lifestyle tips and perks for everyone else. So briefly, on October the 11th, RBC Economics will share what's ahead for the Canadian dollar, interest rates, and real estate, based on their outlook for the economy and some of the challenges we still continue to see with labour and other shortages and other uncertainties. On October 17th, our event will feature our panel of experts in a segment I love called Cross-Border Lifestyles from Digital Nomad to Retiree. With a special focus on Sunbelt destinations, our panel of experts will share updates and answer questions on the U.S. real estate markets most popular with Canadians, and we'll also take some time to look at the different implications for digital nomads or those folks who are working in the U.S. from Canada, all the way to snowbirds planning their retirement in the sun. Then on October 24th, the topic is U.S. real estate market and home insurance, what you need to know. And our expert panel will talk about the current state of the U.S. housing market and different factors to consider, including home insurance, which is a big topic these days, especially in some of these states, and answer audience questions. And then finally, there's an October 31st event, and we'll have another expert panel on tax, legal, and estate considerations for owning U.S. property. The panel will provide important factors to consider and answer your questions about owning and selling U.S. real estate.
So how can listeners register for these events? Great. We have a site at rbcbank.com slash VAE2023. That is rbcbank.com slash Victor Alpha Eddy 2023, where listeners can eat, see each of the events we have on offer and register for one or all of the advice events. So each event is scheduled for 1 to 2.30 p.m. Eastern Time, and really no special equipment is required or even an app, just a laptop computer. Once registered, attendees will receive confirmation emails and reminders for each event. And for that matter, the site also provides links to past events, which can share presentations and recordings that may be of interest to the audience. Kathy, do you have to be a Royal Bank client to take part in these virtual events? Absolutely not. We invite everybody to participate and have their questions answered. So is there anything else we should know? Well, one last point that's kind of fun. When anyone registers, they're invited to share a friend's email, and the friend will receive an invitation to the series, and we will send the referrer a coupon for a coffee on us as a thank you for the referral. This sounds like great information, and if we want, again, to get to this site, we go to rbcbank.com slash VAE2023. Thanks so much for this, Kathy. Thanks very much, Kathy. Every Man's Memory is His Private Literature, Aldous Huxley. I want to thank Mona for sharing the care that Memory Lane Home Living brings to the lives of deserving women. Please consider supporting this not-for-profit by visiting memorylanehomeliving.ca. And thanks to Robin for bringing movies to us all, no matter how young or how old. Next week, we venture to the great outdoors as Travel Ontario joins me to tell me about all of the terrific fall adventures you can discover with your grandkids. And then we head indoors. When you hear the words grandma decor, where does your mind go? The flowery sofa, the ornate dresser, the Victorian lamp? Well, guess what? It is possible to blend grandma's decor to create a grand style. Business of Design legendary interior designer Kimberly Selden is back on the show to tell us how to do it. Whether we're holding on to our own grandparent decor or incorporating some of our own grandparent items. And our Take 5 with RBC interview looks at why it is probably better for you to have a U.S. domiciled bank account than a U.S. dollar bank account based in Canada if you are spending a significant amount of time in the U.S. And before I close off this show, I just wanted to plant a seed with you. A reminder that Canadian Blood Services could use your help right now. I'm on my way to donate blood right after recording this episode, and as a regular donor, I know that they need more, and I know that these are some of the questions I often get. Who are the Canadian Blood Services? Canadian Blood Services is a not-for-profit, charitable organization that operates independent from government. Well, how long does it take to donate? The last time I was in, it took me about eight minutes for the donation. But to go through the pre-screening and sometimes wait times before and after, it can take 30 to 40 minutes. It can also depend on the busyness of that center. How often can you donate blood? Normally, it's 12 weeks. But once again, check the blood.ca website for guidelines on donating blood, platelets, and plasma. Does it hurt? The needle is a bit bigger than a standard needle, so there is that pinch or poke, but the donation process doesn't hurt. I find my arm to be a little achy the next day, but nothing serious. However, other people might have different reactions to pain and the process. This is just my experience. How do I find out about blood donor clinics? You can enter your postal code on the website to find clinics near you, and you can book your appointment online and keep track of your donations and appointments via their app. Not sure if you can donate? Head over to blood.ca and take their eligibility quiz. Guidelines are often changing, so it's good to check back. 
If you discover you aren't currently able to donate blood, there are several other meaningful ways you can join Canada's Lifeline. Join the Stem Cell Registry, register to become an organ and tissue donor, or consider becoming a financial donor or donating your time as a volunteer. I know you all know someone who has benefited from a blood donation. Personally, I know about a half a dozen people within just the last year. So this is just something to consider. Thanks for listening to me on this. I'm so glad you dropped into the show today. If you want to hear more, make sure to check out the GoToGrandma podcast available on the Zoomer Podcast Network, as well as iTunes, Spotify, and anywhere you get your podcasts from. We do love a rating and a review, so if you have the time, we'd appreciate that. We'll be here next week at the same grand time, same grand channel. I'm Kathy Buckworth. Enjoy your grand journey. Share your thoughts on this show with us. You can find Kathy on Instagram at Kathy Buckworth or email her, Kathy at KathyBuckworth.com. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air and The Garden Show.